Elementary Lessons in Cookery by Mary L. Wade. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. An Outline of Three Lessons. Lesson 8. Quick Doughs and Batters. Quick doughs and batters can be made light by the mixture of acid and alkali. When they are united, moistened, and heated, they set free a gas called carbon dioxide. Soda is the alkali commonly used, but the gas cannot escape freely until this is mixed with an acid and liquid. The most common acid used is cream of tartar, which with soda and a little flour or cornstarch constitutes the best baking powders. Other acids used with soda are sour milk, molasses, and sometimes vinegar or lemon juice. A mixture stiff enough to be kneaded or handled on a board is a dough. General directions for soft doughs. Carefully sift all dry ingredients together when baking powder is used, so that it may be free from lumps and mixed with the flour. Always add liquid by degrees and cut it into the flour with a knife. Handle dough as little as possible. Flour must be sifted before measuring. Batters. Batters are thin mixtures of flour and liquid. They are made light by the admixture of air or gas and by quick cooking before the air has a chance to escape. Air at 70 degrees expands to about three times its volume when exposed to the temperature of a hot oven. As the mixture heats in cooking, the expansion of the air in the batter makes it light and porous. We entangle air in batters by beating the mixture thoroughly, by beating air into eggs, and by the gas obtained by the use of an acid with an alkaline carbonate. There are several degrees of thickness in batters. Thin batters have about the consistency of thin cream. Thick batters are like thick cream. Still thicker batters are stiff enough to keep shape when poured from a spoon. To illustrate the different methods of making batters light, the following recipes are good. Breakfast puffs. One cup of milk, one cup of cold water, two cups of flour. Mix the milk and water together and pour slowly onto the flour. When all are mixed together, smooth, beat five minutes with the Dover egg beater. Bake in hissing hot buttered gem pans 35 minutes. Popovers. One half a cup of entire wheat flour, one half a cup of white flour, one cup of milk, one egg, salt. Mix the salt and the flour. Add a little of the milk and stir till smooth. Add the remainder of the milk and the egg beaten light. Beat well and bake in a hot oven one half an hour. Griddle cakes. One cup of graham meal, one cup of white flour, one teaspoonful of salt, one and one half cups of sour milk, four teaspoonfuls of melted butter, three-fourths a teaspoonful of soda. Sift dry ingredients together. Add a little milk and mix thoroughly to press out the lumps. When all the milk is used and the batter is smooth, add the butter and beat it well. Pour by spoonfuls onto a slightly greased griddle, smoking hot. When brown on one side, turn, serve very hot. Tea cakes. Two and one half cups of flour, one quarter a cup of sugar, three teaspoonfuls of baking powder, one teaspoonful of salt, sifted together. Beat one egg light, add to it one cup of milk and two tablespoonfuls of melted butter or drippings. Add this to the dry mixture and beat well. Fill greased muffin pans two-thirds full and bake one half an hour. Gingerbread. One half a cup of molasses, one half a tablespoonful of ginger, one quarter a teaspoonful of salt, 
one half a teaspoonful of soda, one tablespoonful of dripping, one quarter a cup of boiling water, one cup of flour. Sift the ginger, salt, and soda into the molasses, add the dripping melted in the hot water, then the flour, and beat well. Lesson 9. Cakes and Pastry Cake. General Directions. 1. See that the fire is in the right condition, that no fresh coal be needed while the cake is baking. 2. Have the pans buttered and dredged with flour, or lined with buttered or oiled paper. 3. Have all ingredients together ready to measure. 4. Have measuring cups, spoons, egg beater, etc. in readiness. There are two kinds of cakes, butter cakes and sponge cakes. All cakes are a variety of these two. In making butter cakes, first cream the butter and add the sugar gradually. Beat the eggs very light and add then the flour in which the baking powder is sifted and milk alternately unless special directions are given with a recipe. Always sift the flour before measuring. Have the butter where it will be softened but not melted or heated. In making sponge cakes where no baking powder is used, beat first the yolks very light, then add the sugar, then the flour and the whites beaten very stiff. Do not beat after adding the flour and whites, only mix the ingredients. Where baking powder and a liquid are used, the egg may first be beaten very light, then add the sugar and liquid, and at last the flour and baking powder, but do not beat. Bake cakes on the bottom of the oven. Thin cakes require a hotter oven than those baked in thick loaves. Butter cakes require a hotter oven than sponge cakes. Divide the time of baking into four parts. The first quarter it should rise and be full of bubbles, but not brown. The second quarter it should be spotted with brown and the bubbles burst. The third quarter it should be light brown all over. The last quarter it should be shrinking from the sides of the pan. Never slam the oven door while baking, but open and close the door softly. Pastry. One and one half cups of flour, three tablespoonfuls of drippings, three tablespoonfuls of butter, cold water enough to moisten. Sift the salt with the flour. Rub the drippings into the flour with the tips of the fingers. Mix into a stiff dough with a little very cold water. Put the dough onto a floured board. Pat and roll into a long narrow strip. Spread on the butter and fold in three. Turn quarter round, pat well out again, then fold into three again. Turn quarter round again, then roll out to one-fourth an inch thick and roll over and over like a jelly roll. Cut in two pieces, making one piece a little larger than the other. Do not handle any more than necessary. Have everything cold. Apple pie. Wipe and pare the apples, cut into eights, and remove the cores. Allow one tablespoonful of sugar to each apple, unless very tart. Then allow a little more. Cover the plate with the crust rolled thin. Fill three-fourths full with the apples. Add the sugar and a little cinnamon or nutmeg. Put on more apples till the dish is filled. Wet the edges of the pastry with cold water. Cover loosely with the pastry and press firmly on the edge. Cut two or three small gashes on the top. Bake in a hot oven till the apples are soft. For rhubarb or berry pies, do not use a lower crust, but make in a deep pie plate. Put a strip of pastry around the edge of the plate and proceed the same as for apple pies. Rhubarb pie. Wash, wipe, and cut the stalks into one-half inch pieces. Allow one-third a cup of sugar to each cup of rhubarb. Custard pie. One pint of scalded milk, two eggs, speck of salt, speck of nutmeg. Beat the eggs. 
add sugar salt and nutmeg stir in the scalded milk line the plate with the pastry rolled thin having it extend over the edge of the plate about one-fourth an inch pinch this up around the edge and pour in the custard bake in a moderate oven about thirty minutes squash pie one and one-half cup of squash one cup of hot milk one-half a cup of sugar one-half a teaspoonful of salt one-fourth a teaspoonful of cinnamon or nutmeg one-eighth a teaspoonful of ginger one egg use a dry mealy squash stew and sift it then add the other materials bake thirty minutes or till it puffs up all over lesson ten a plain three-course dinner illustrating principles in the preceding lessons menu lamb broth with rice roast shoulder of lamb creamed onions breadsticks mashed potatoes lettuce and tomato salad ice cream sponge cake have the shoulder boned and rolled and make the broth from the bone ices general directions for freezing chop the ice very fine use coarse salt use one-fourth salt and three-fourths ice put the can into the pail cover the can put in a layer of ice then one of salt till within an inch of the top of can pour in the mixture to be frozen fit on the crank and turn slowly as the ice settles add more ice and salt when the crank begins to turn hard wipe carefully the top of the can and remove the dasher put a cork in the top of the cover pour off the water from pail and fill the pail with ice and salt cover with a thick cloth and set away till ready to serve vanilla ice cream one quart of milk one pint of thick cream or one quart of thin cream and one pint of milk one cup of sugar one tablespoonful of vanilla scald the milk and cream dissolve the sugar in it when cool add the flavoring and freeze chocolate ice cream melt two squares of chocolate with two tablespoonfuls of hot water add two tablespoonfuls of sugar when smooth add to the above recipe and freeze end of elementary lessons in cookery by mary l wade read by betty b